0: Hello, welcome to our Worship Facility Podcast, Display Screen Options, LED, Multi-Screen, and Environmental Projection with Donnie Hawk. I'm Gene Lass, Editor of Worship Facility. Hello, welcome to this Worship Facility Podcast, Display Screen Options, LED, Multi-Screen, and Environmental Projection, live from CFX. I'm Worship Facility Editor, Gene Lass. With me is Donnie Hawk, Donnie Hawk from AE Global. Sorry about that, Donnie. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
1: So, Gene, I grew up in church. I was just saying a few minutes ago, Tammy Faye Baker was my children's pastor. That's I, amazing. That is. It was an amazing time. A lot of broadcast. My mom worked in the studio there, so I grew up around Broadcast Church. Yeah,
0: that's, I think, between the 700 Club and the Bakers, that's when everyone remembers things getting very big nationally on, on TV. That would be some an incredible environment to be around. So, looking at different options uh, between LEDs, multi-screen, and environmental projectors. That's a lot of different kinds of products, and
1: I'm sure that like with other things, there isn't one solution that's going to fit every church. That's exactly right. It depends on whether it's on-screen, off-screen, on-stage, off-stage. Is it something the congregation sees? Is it something that is in a studio? The studio audience might be a different application for what you would choose. So. If you
0: have a, a live audience, um, but you're also streaming, your solution might be
1: something different than someone who's only live or only streaming based absolutely. on the... the okay. It, absolutely. Um, live audience is going to be more forgiving than a broadcast stage, then where you're streaming with cameras and all the stuff that you've got to have make a good stream. Your LED wall choice is going to be different as well. So most of the time, you calculate the size of the pixel between the viewer and the screen. And that's what a lot of manufacturers will tell you. You do calculations, where's your closest viewer? They give you your pixel. But that's when you're doing broadcast church, that's not the calculation. The calculation is from the pastor to the screen, the relationship between the pastor and the screen, because that's where the camera is going to focus is on the pastor. That's very interesting.
0: I know that... LEDs are the trend now. They've been becoming hotter and hotter for the last few years, but projectors are still a thing. What do you think would be a situation where a projector might work better, and what are considerations between LEDs and projectors that people should keep in There's
1: mind? There's a lot of uh, applications where projectors are the better choice. Um, cheaper, no maintenance. You know, Projectors now, lasers, 10 years, no maintenance. LED wall, you're going to maintain the LED wall. Um And the way our eye sees the image of the light is different between projection and laser and LED. So when we have a projected surface, whether it's a laser or a lamp, the light bounces off that surface. The projector hits the surface, the light bounces. And depending on the screen and how much reflection the screen has, it has gain is the word we use for it. How much gain or lack of gain does that screen have? How much bounce, how much no bounce do you want in that screen? Natural light comes into play, and we got all these calculations about how much bounce no bounce that the projector has to have. Otherwise, the LED emits light. So there's no bounce. So an LED emits light, and because it emits light, our eyes perceive that differently than a, an image that's bounced. Because with the bounce, there's a little distortion. It's like dropping a Oh yeah, okay. pebble in water, and you get a little little bounce of sprinkle same thing happens with light when you bounce it off that screen. So lasers have helped with that tremendously. So lasers, uh, we see them much sharper than a lamp projection surface. But the LED wall, because it emits light, we perceive that sharp as well. We get in the resolution of pixels, how small the pixels are, how far apart the pixels are, and there's all kinds of calculations in that as well. In terms of usability, do you think there's a difference between LED and projector, where one might be more user-friendly than the other? Uh, projector is definitely user-friendly, because once you turn it on, <laughs> you're pretty much done with that. I mean, you have single-chip, three-chip, so, so your color gradients come into play with your projectors. Um, and LEDs are the same way. 99.5% of all LEDs are manufactured in China. Um, Chinese manufacturers throw nothing away. So there are there's no trash LEDs. They don't get thrown in a trash can somewhere. They get put in a cheaper wall. So you have different gradients. There's probably 80 different gradients of levels of LED. So when you see a, um, an, an LED wall with panels in two and three hundred dollars and you see another LED wall with panels two or three thousand dollars, there's a definite difference in quality in the way those screens are made. And it's very, it's very difficult if you're a consumer. Because you want to pick the cheapest thing because you want to pay for the cheapest thing. Yep. But you want to look at the best thing. And rarely do you want to pay for the best thing. But in LED and manufacturing, and Chinese manufacturing, that's, it's, it's difficult to know when the thing's going to fail.
0: In talking to some of the AV pros that we've, we've interviewed for a worship facility, I know they've said that when they're working with a client at church, That some of them are afraid of the expense of LEDs, but that it's made up for on the end because your life cycle is so much longer. Um, Do you think that's true, and are there other considerations there, too? I think it's it's, also the power draw. It's longer than
1: a lamp projector, but a half-life of 10 years for a um, laser is pretty good. Yeah. You know, a whole life of 20 years. Now, they will say, this is another misleading fact, the LED... Of itself has a 50,000-hour half-life. yeah, 50,000 hours. Well, church life, in the average sanctuary, if you do church on Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday, a prayer service, you might get twelve, fourteen hundred 1,400 hours a year. OK? So at 50,000 hours <laughs> you know the average layperson would do that calculation and think, "Well, I'm going to be retired and dead before that L." <laughs> Not the case, though the LED element rarely ever goes bad. It's the things before the LED element that go bad that only last a year or two or three or four years or five or 10 years. So whereas the LED piece, the little LED, might last 50,000 hours, the driver for that probably not gonna last more than six, eight years depending on the quality, maybe 10 years.
0: Those are great numbers to consider. It's, it really puts things in perspective.
1: It does, it's why some product is more and less than the other product. And it's a lot of things that you don't really get into. One of the um, panels, I, I was at another show, and I asked a manufacturer that was trying to <clears throat> sell me on a cheaper wall than what we were looking at, and I said, okay, I said, let's take these three panels off the wall and take them apart. He said, why are you going to do that? I said, I just want to see the wires in the back of them. Because I knew, they don't even throw scrap wire away in manufacturing in China. So <laughs> it, and we did, we took three panels apart, and the wire colors were different in the panel. So if you're a maintenance tech and you're like, well, pull the red wire. Well, it's not red in this panel because they don't <laughs> throw the wire away. they use scrap wire in, here again, lesser quality panels. So when you get down to the cheap panels, they're not manufactured the same from the beginning of the run to the end of the run.
0: That's, that's a very good example. What about cameras? What do we have to know if you're doing a streaming service, would a certain camera work better with what you're doing or a certain display for the camera you have? And
1: you you throw in the three, three chip and single chip in that as well. Yep. So the camera, God gave us lenses that we can't repeat. We don't have a manufacturer that can repeat the lens that God gave us and he gave us two. Um, and the cameras can't do it. And so what happens is our eyes, where we see light and we filter, we can train our eyes to see light. Now, most people don't see light. They don't see light in the air, but there's light in the air. If you train yourself, you can see this light. The camera can't train itself. It's not smart. It can only do what its chipset will say it can do and what its lens can see. And so whenever you have screens on stage and then the cycle of electricity too the refresh rate of the electricity and the camera the refresh rate of the electricity cycling through the wall if they're not timed right then you'll get a ray effect or you'll get squirrely things on your screen that you don't like and it's because of the way the camera is not tuned or right for that led wall so there's a lot that goes into selecting the right broadcast camera with the wall that you have or if you've already say you spent a quarter million dollars in broadcast cameras you've already got those things you might not want to save the fifty thousand dollars on the wall if it's not going to work with the two fifty that you've already spent on cameras, right? Right. So you gotta look at your overall system when it comes to presentation, if you're gonna stream and, and film with your broadcast panels.
0: Well that's a lot to consider to put those together, and I think that's when you would talk to an integrator or another expert to make sure that you're using the best camera to go with your best display to have the best effect for your particular
1: church. Absolutely. And then demoing cameras and demoing walls, you know, look at them and see what they look like. I mean, you can see. um, And these shows, listen, it's one of the things that's good about shows like CFX is you can come here and you can look at these things. You can pull out your iPhone and look at it and see the Moray effect that you can't see with your eye because God gave you a better lens than what's in your iPhone.
0: That's true. There's nothing that beats seeing something demonstrated live. There's, you can look at the, the brochures that you get from someone, or you can see a picture of something or a video, but seeing it live and having it explained, and even having it demoed after someone saw your facility, to get the full inf- information of
1: what's going to work for you is probably best. Right. And the guys that make LED walls that are going Times Square, those aren't good LED walls for broadcast. Take your camera out Times Square and just kind of film and see what you get. And you'll see the difference in the in the screens there. That'd be a great
0: slogan. Your church is not Times Square. Your church is not Times Square. <laughs> well, thank you very much. That was some excellent information. Thank you, Donnie. And thank you for attending. We'll see you again at CFX. See you next time. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Tune in next time for Evaluating Lighting Fixture Output, CMI versus TM30 with Stephen Ellison. I'm Gene Lass, Editor of Worship Facility.